0: This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network.
1: <laughs> uh, 11 minutes in, it's hour two, and uh, we get a chance uh, to, to, I believe Adam has been part of the show before. I think we've talked about some other books he has written, but Adam Johns joins us on the Kansas City Barbecue Pit Hotlines. Uh, we get a chance to talk about his book, which is uh, titled The Big 50, The Men and Moments That Made the Chicago Bears. Adam, a uh, longtime writer, Chicago sometimes, now writes for The Athletic. Adam, welcome. How you doing, man?
0: Very good. Thanks for having
1: me on, fellas. Well, hopefully we sell a bunch of books, you know, be in the original home of the Bears and all for that for that one big year back in the 20s. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you, you know, you put a book like, first of all, being a guy that's covered the Bears, you know, when when you come across Bear fans that know what you do for a living, do they just make sounds? Because that's, that's what I feel like I do all the time when people ask who I root for. I just make anguishing sounds.
0: Well, well, usually there, there's a few like folds. Oh my God, <laughs> what's, this, what's going on with this? You know, Jay. Usually when, when it was Cutler, it was just the the, the, the semi combination of a groan and a moan <laughs> with, with with Jay's name, just this one word, Jay. I'd no, never, I'd I never usually get that of it.
1: <laughs> did you understand the hate for Cutler? I never got it. We finally got a guy with a big, strong arm. Maybe we should have drafted his replacement sooner, as Bear fans would hope for. But I don't know. I, I, I. I at least we, we had a guy that could throw the ball more than thirty yards downfield, somewhat accurately.
0: <laughs> right. I think the the best way I would sum him up, sum up is was he perfect? No. Did he rewrite the the record books for, for Bears history? Yeah, he yeah. did that. And It's almost by default. But you know what? He he brought stability to a position that was a problem for yeah, a really absolutely. long time for the team.
1: Yeah, absolutely, I, I agree. I, th- I think people judged him once he started losing on the, the, the his face, his face, his facial expressions. I don't know how many times I had to hear that he doesn't care. You can just tell he doesn't. Care. You don't know what the kind of work that guy puts into being an NFL quarterback. But but anyway, I, I take taking a peek at the book. I mean, when, you, when when it's called the Big Fifty, is it for the most part? Is it fifty guys? You know, it looks like some of your chapters are about groups or yeah, yeah. strategies.
0: I think, I think the toughest thing was trying to whittle down a uh, hundred years of history sure. into a book. And I think one of the goals I had was trying to tell, you know, new stories about old guys, but also, you know, telling things they don't know about maybe some of the newer guys, you know, there's a chapter on Urlach, or there's a chapter on Hester and, you know, Peanut Tillman, Lance Briggs, Owen Crutz, you know, they, aren't that, who yeah. they thought they were game, you know, some of the recent history. Hmm. I wanted to share their stories, but then, yes, you got to give a chapter to Walter Payton. There's a chapter on Virginia McCaskill, so it's not all guys. You know, it's, yeah. there's the patriarch of not only the Bears, but really maybe the entire NFL. She's called Mama Bear,
1: like
0: <laughs> Garrett Payton, Walter's son. So had to give her, her her due as well.
1: You obviously come out swinging with Sweetness and Mama Bear and Erlacher and Ditka and Hallis and, and Devin Hester, who I, who I think changed football. Um, With just you know, a team went to the Super Bowl on a defense and a kick returner. Uh, you know, it's, it was you know, just an, an unbelievable player that that deserves his own chapter. But then I, I you you run the risk chapter eleven out of fifty, the trade for Mitch. Trub- you run the risk of bear fans setting your book on fire when they read that chapter just out of anger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: right after you get the, the, the audible groans, you, know, you know, Mitch, you know, what are you doing? I I just think in this this, I don't know, modern era of quarterbacks and the superstardom that you're always going to see in the Patrick Mahomes yes. and Deshaun Watson, that this trade-up for Mitch Trubisky, and it's failed, everybody. Yes. It has to be mentioned as an important part of, of their history, especially modern history, because this is this is their big swing, yep. getting that quarterback problem right, and they whiffed.
1: I, a lot of Bear fans will pretend that they knew for sure Deshaun Watson was going to be a home run. Well, he still didn't get drafted, you know, in the top. I can't remember where he got drafted. Where did he go?
0: Oh, he went uh, 11. 11. Went, le- le- 11 or 12, and the Texans actually traded up from like –
1: That's right. He wasn't he, yeah, he, like, he he was a can't miss. Now, I was kind of hoping – I felt better about him than this guy that went to North Carolina and only started for one season. But, but it's not like I feel like I knew better. You know, I just thought it was a better – risk that's this guy that won the national title but anyway a right. lot of bear fans right. will pretend that they knew all along <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. even though the city doesn't really know much about quarterbacks all right yeah
1: yeah i don't or know how could really we judge <laughs>
0: <laughs> i i just think yeah watson was a safer pick but he also wasn't like that surefire number one overall pick like an andrew luck yeah or, or trevor lawrence is going to be this year a lot of people have questions about him Pitchman Holmes was a, a complete gamble. You didn't know what you were going to get from him. All we knew is he could uh, throw
1: the ball downfield a long way. That's, that's all he did in college. And, and we didn't have – you know, the Bears don't have a coach like that. I mean, you have to kind of build your your team, your coaching staff, around that, that signal caller sometimes.
0: Yeah, yeah. Look, as much as Annie, uh, Matt Nagy's from the Andy Reid tree, he's still not Andy Reid. I think yeah. we're all seeing that right
1: now. with the play calling this season. Yeah, exactly. How long did it take you to write this book?
0: Oh, about a year. Uh, at least 30 interviews. I enjoyed spending time, you know, on the phone with the Dan Hanson's of the world, the Edel yeah. of the world. Um, Julie Peyton having burgers with him. Uh, it's old-time sports writers like Rick Callender. Yeah, it took about a year to go through some archives and really piece this together and really fine-tune which chapters, at least nowadays, I think are worth telling. I really tried to keep the fan perspective
1: in mind, too. Well. Uh, Hampton and and McMichael and Otis Wilson, their band came to Decatur uh mm-hmm. last summer wait no not now last summer was covid summer two summers ago back right. when we could have uh you know get together i don't know if you've ever heard them but got a chance as we introduced <laughs> them to to meet some of those guys they're just massive human beings even mm-hmm. even at this stage in their life
0: yeah oh the chicago six Great
1: yeah stuff. the chicago uh, six that's right yeah uh, uh
0: fr- from them and yeah yeah just just massive They go. a lot of these guys are um I, I i i'm always stunned though like just to to go back to like having coffee with Owen Crutes, like how much these guys like physically change though sometimes mm-hmm. after they retire from the NFL, you know, they lose some of the muscle, maybe not completely, but some of the weight they had to keep on to be a competitive football player. I always yeah. find that interesting.
1: Yeah, that was a real thing. You, yeah. uh, you're, you're kind of driving me to my next question. You mentioned having coffee with Owen Crutes and this might not necessarily for this book, but, but at, at what point have you found yourself in a conversation with just like, I'm sure you found yourself around a table after a game at night around an amazing table of people. Do you have one of those stories that that you've just, it's like, oh my gosh, Dicka was there. And then out of nowhere, walked up Singletary. Or I mean, is there any of that, have you found yourself in a conversation that maybe you you, you thought you'd never be in?
0: Yeah. You know, like talking to Bob Wataska, you know, of all people, a guy who, you know, who played for Halas and hearing the stories, that, that he shared. You know, uh, like, yeah. we've always heard of the the Dickus stories, at least, you know, my generation, you know, you yeah. always hear about the legend of him, but to hear stories about Hallis and, you know, how he was in this, the messages he, he gave to, you know, his players and how, how he would motivate them, you know, by, you know, finding them, like, incessantly. Uh, I, I found that very interesting. To, to me, maybe the most rewarding conversation I had was sitting down and having a cheeseburger with Jared Payton and having him detail, you know, his father, like what his mm-hmm. favorite run by his dad was mm. and what his, his father's legacy was. You know, that was a real enjoyable experience for
1: me. Was that, did he mention no touchdowns in the Super Bowl? Is that a thing that, that Jarrett hates? <laughs> no,
0: no, no, like, of course it came up in the conversation, but it was just, you know, fascinating to hear about, like, how he kept the Super Bowl shuffle, you know, I forget, I'm, I'm throwing a blank on how high it got, but, like, he had that record yeah. on, like, the, the wall of his <laughs> office and, like, all of the friendships that he had with so many different athletes around, around the city, I just thought it was fascinating. Yeah, that's cool.
1: Gordon, did you have something? No, I, I was just amazed by how huge Dan Hampton's hands were. Yeah, man. that's <laughs> like, the one thing about defensive uh, – well, not just defenses, but, but I guess linemen – their hands are usually gigantic. Oh my God, and none of their fingers point straight up and down. Its <laughs> right, exactly. It's and that's with. wide receivers too. I think. Yeah. This is a this is a physical game. Are, are, you know, how long how long have you been able to watch it up close? How long have you been covering?
0: I've been covering it since 2012. So I've uh, seen Lovey Smith. Mark Treshman, John Fox, we're now on the mat We've all seen all sorts of different types of of football here. You know We've
1: been covering the longest eight years in the franchise's history. <laughs> no, maybe oh, not maybe man. it's not that. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so who's yeah. your
1: who's your favorite uh, Chicago beer?
0: To to talk to you for for this book, um you know, I enjoyed talking to Gary Fentick. Actually, my, oh, my yeah. favorite Chicago beer. And he he doesn't even know he's like uh he is my favorite bear, but it's uh Tom Waddle. Oh yeah, when I was a kid. Like I like I just thought, you know,
1: Yeah, knocked out every game.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 the guy going over over the middle of the field playing tough. You know, he he was a favorite of mine. Like Neil Anderson was a favorite of mine uh, growing up. But like Tom Waddle has got a chapter in this book. Um, just trying to keep perspective about how people like fans. Yeah consume the team. And, you know, up here in Chicago, he's like a local celebrity. He's got the ESPN 1000 show and whatnot. And just how many fans uh, are drawn to him. Um, so he stood out to me. Like he mentioned in the book, you know, stuff, well, some other popular culture elements are, are in there as well. But Tom Model, you know, uh, was always a favorite of mine. You know, yeah. and all those guys.
1: Uh, are you a Chicago guy?
0: I am a Chicago guy, born and raised.
1: So you're a Bears fan, which is also cool when you to buy a book of uh... – of a guy written by a professional writer mm-hmm. who's also a fan of the team, so you know you're going to get that deep down feel.
0: Yeah, and I just always try to keep that in mind too. You know, it's it's the you know the, the ranting and ravings of former Bears on the radio. It's seeing some of them on TV. It's the the stories you hear around town about fans running into their certain favorite players. You know, you know that's too much journal yeah. you know, at a bar or at a restaurant downtown. You know, I try to keep that in mind. You know, when compiling this book,
1: is this a do you think you have a lot of stories in here that that nobody's heard?
0: I think so, especially yeah. some of the 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 more recent players, the, the Devin Hester's sure. about you know mm-hmm. the story behind his draft selection, or Carl Tillman telling me um, about how he refined his peanut punch. It didn't really start, you know, with the Bears. He did it in Louisiana Lafayette, that's where he started it, and how he did it because he was bigger there and how he changed it when he went to the NFL, so stuff like that. And some wow. crazy stories about Olin Kruitz, you know. I made sure to put those in there as well.
1: I've heard a lot of things about how great of a person Olin Kruitz is. So I'm sure, that was, yeah. I'm sure that's yeah. a great yeah. conversation. And he controlled that offensive line. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Uh, they could use him nowadays, I think. He <laughs> might, he might right literally
1: too. start if he walked in, if he walked back in the door. Uh, it could be a little scary. Did you, did you, uh, I don't know, are you, are you connected to, to family members of, of Hallis and, and Red, you know, I see a Red Grange bit in here and stuff. I mean, did you get a chance, Bronco and all the, you know, the, some of the older stories. Did, did you get to talk to somebody somewhat connected to, to those even significantly older guys?
0: You know, I spent an hour with uh, Pat McCaskey.
1: Oh, yeah, that's um, so awesome. One of the,
0: one of the grandsons of George Hallis, you know, Virginia that's McCaskey's cool. son. And he's he like the... The team historian, in a sense. Um, he, he maintains, like, their collections. He's written a few books himself. So just to sit down with a McCaskey member, get his perspective. And a lot of this is just my own, um, I, don't, I don't want to say research, but my own work, you know, covering this team since 2012 yeah. and some of the relationships that that you build, you know, interactions with Ted Phillips, interactions with George McCaskey, Ryan Pace, Mark Tresman, Phil Emery, Bobby Smith even. Like, they're, they're all included. And some of this is just some of the work that's compiled just over time by by covering this team since the, the last year, Lovie Smith.
1: Yeah, one of the coolest things as a kid, as a Bears fan, was Bill Swersky's super fans. You got a chapter on that. How Saturday Night Live dedicated a regular bit to this. Uh, you yeah, know, to, well, to, to, to Chicago style. What I style know about guys.
0: that is, is how much of their their influence or their role models for that show. And role models is probably not you know the best word for it, but like the old sports writers show in, in Chicago. You know, oh, yeah. Rick, Rick Tellender and all those guys. So. Rick telling as a dear friend you know the a hall of fame writer you know sometimes columnist uh, the hear, you hear his stories about um walter payton and those two were you know they had really seriously befriended each other they had a close relationship when they you know uh when the 80, 85 bears were you know <laughs> in their heyday so just to spend time with him and you know we all like cheeseburgers too you know he's a good chicago guy so just uh to, to hear those stories as well and to reshare some of those experiences and, you know, some of the media members' experiences as well I thought were important.
1: That's cool. I, I don't know, that, how would you define this book? I mean, you, the history of the Bears, uh, some great stories, and, you know, just some bits, you know, probably things that, you know, a Bear fan, hey, did you know uh, this about uh, you know, Peanut Tillman, you know, that, that's here and there? I mean, it, it just seems like a great, you know, get yourself some some facts and read some cool stories, and you can probably go through and read it a couple times in your life.
0: Yeah, I well, I appreciate that. You know, the the feedback has been really good. You can find it almost anywhere, you know, from your Barnes and Noble to your in bookstores to you know Amazon.com. I think Triumph Books published this as well. You can just go to their website.
1: Gotcha. Get it there too. Well, Amazon'll probably be a big one and uh get it ordered before uh what are they calling this uh uh, Ship Shippocalypse Shippocalypse, how bad the shipping's <laughs> going to be for Christmas So get it ordered now yeah. for your favorite bear fan Before uh, before the shipping becomes uh, A crazy thing, you know, in December So, well, this is cool Anything else you want to hit on with the book? No, no,
0: I think just uh, keep the fan perspective In mind, I hope everybody yeah. Enjoys it, my favorite chapter Is actually on Jay Cutler so I really, de- really de- went into great detail on that one. So no, you know, It's,
1: it's it. funny. I, I I was reading the chapters and I saw Jay. You know what my brain did? Hilgenberg. Yeah. <laughs> and then I go, obviously, not, you know, that's not no, a chapter on Jay Hilgenberg. M- m-
0: yeah, I, I I made sure that eighty-five Bears line finally got there. There's a whole chapter on the Black and Blues crew. You know, that's, that's cool. Whole that everybody remembers. I wanted to give them their due.
1: Okay, know? what's that? Bortz, uh, Van Horn. I, going. I think I've hit my, I think I've hit my max. <laughs> Hilgenberg, <laughs> Bortz, Van Horn. Gosh, right. Thayer. Thayer, And Thayer, yes. And Covert. Oh, how did I forget Jimbo Covert? All right. I was only five, but, uh, but you know, obviously I've had plenty of time to go back and <laughs> check. That's cool, though. That's cool. Yeah. yeah but my brain did that. I think because I read, you know, all the old school names and yeah, that's color. Color deserves to be chapter 10. I like it. So good stuff, Adam. We appreciate the time, and uh, you know I hope you sell a thousand, thousands of these, man. I appreciate that, my friend. He's Adam Johns. Uh, he's with The Athletic, uh, which is a whole other topic we can talk about another time. A great website to go check out for, uh, for sports writing, but formerly with the Chicago Sun-Times. But right now, uh, talking about the Big 50, the Men and Moments that Made the Chicago Bears. You can pick that book up uh, at Amazon for sure. We don't have a whole lot of bookstores around here anymore, but... Check it out. Its name's Adam Johns, but it's J-A-H-N-S if you're going to search it. J-A-H-N-S, pronounced Johns. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more,
0: visit newhoffmedia.com.